Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. I'm Jill. I'm Tara. Woo! <laughs> I always feel like I have to do something after. I don't know why. I know. We seriously have to change our intro. It's getting to me. But anyways, um, I am very excited today because my my friend, my former business partner, um, and my former monitor company colleague at a different time, <laughs> Jody <laughs> Slater, is here with us. Um, hi, Jody. Hi. Nice. Happy to be here. So... Jill, real fast before we start, Jody might be the most fit human being I've ever seen. I mean, Jody's body fat has got to be like two percent. I mean, insane. I, 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 I think I could actually lift Jody like a weight. That's not true. the <laughs> problem. I could lift you. You probably could, but Jody has a very. She's very. Someday we'll have her come back and talk about her regimen because she's very yeah. healthy and oh God, it's um, really she's a yogi and she does. She's one of those people where you're like, if I do yoga, like if I watch Jody and I'm like, if I do yoga and drink tea and eat well, will I look like Jody? <laughs> okay, let's be clear. I do yoga. Yoga is good for me, but I eat dark chocolate and coffee <laughs> and a lot of other things. Jody, are you actually in a yoga pose right now? No, I am. <laughs> Um, so we may hear Jody. Jody has um, she's a, a mom of a daughter, Samantha. But we also may hear her canine kids um, in the background. Uh, Leo, who is a tiny little furball of cuteness, and um, Ivy, who is a little larger. So we may hear them in the background. But we're excited to have Jody here today. So Jody is um, founder and I guess CEO of her company called Bitten. It's B Y T T E N. And um, if you've ever seen people with an Apple Watch or Fitbit that have little doodads on them, Jody makes those. And they're, it's, it's real beautiful jewelry that um, adorns you know, wearable devices. And so I'll let her describe it better to you, but um, I'm a huge fan of the company. I have tons of Bitten products for all of my Apple Watch bands and, um, with that, Jody, tell us a little bit about your background and what Bitten is. Okay, um, my back. I've done lots of different things, but I like to think of what I think everything has had in common is that I kind of sit at the intersection of technology, design, and psychology. That's been sort of the trend, and that has accompanied many software startups, um, strategy consulting, and a couple of startups that I was actually the one with Jill and now Bitten. So uh, I used to be a coder, actually, <laughs> when I started. I studied design. I studied interaction design. So it sort of makes sense, at least in my own head. Um, Bitten is, was launched in 2014 when Fitbit Flex was the dominant player in the wearable tech market. And if you remember, that was the rubber bracelet with four little dots that would tell you how many steps you took in a day. Um, we were the originally wearable tech jewelry brand. I guess we still are. And the idea is originally it was to take your Fitbit and transform it so that it went from wearable tech to something, a bracelet, essentially. 
um, when Apple came out with the Apple Watch, it became a little bit, well, Ap you know, Apple makes beautiful products. They look like tech though. It was a huge step up from the Fitbit. I hope no one from Fitbit is listening here. And, but it became more about customizing it because they all look the same in that Apple, you know, product beauty kind of way. And the mission started out as when it was Fitbit, never miss a step. So it was like, don't take off your Fitbit when you go out with friends or when you go to a party, wear it. So you can continue to count your steps when you're dancing, when you're whatever. Um, with Apple and where we've evolved to, it's make it yours. So customize it, um, make it feel like it's a personal expression of your style. And and I think the the other sort of core theme is to help people live healthier lives. Because if you have a higher engagement with this technology that's helping you track your health and your steps and your fitness, then you're more likely to wear it and feel connected to it. So that's hidden. Yes. Yeah, I have to say, you make such a good point, the don't take it off. I have a few like beautiful watches that I almost never wear because I love wearing my Apple watch with my bitten um, pieces on it. So I have a bunch of them. I have a bunch that have these different colored tiny CZs, the cubic zirconia in them. I have ones that are engraved with my kids' initials. I have, um, they have, Jody has like these little, um, what she calls studs that go in the holes of the Apple Watch. And they're like, I have a butterfly, I have a dragonfly, I have all kinds of different ones. And it's like, I never want to take my watch, my Apple Watch off. And I never get to wear my real stuff, unfortunately. But it's so true. It, it really does make it more of a piece of jewelry. And so knowing that it's like a fashion piece, how what's your creative process? How do you get to design or come up with some of these ideas? Uh, that's a good question. Um, well, like I said, in the beginning, it was really more transformative. So I used 3D printing actually to create slides, they were called, a piece that slid over the band and transformed it, always making sure that the the feedback to you about your fitness and your steps was showing. So it wasn't like transform it and just make it a bracelet. It was transform it and maintain the functionality. And in the beginning, since I didn't know how to develop 3D models for uh, 3D printing, I worked with a designer and we developed it together and he created the models. And it was, it was a great way to start the business because I didn't have to hold inventory. I could experiment, see if there was a there there before I decided to, you know, dive in fully. So now it's evolved, like I said, and with Apple Watch, the the core product are these stacking rings, or that's where it started. And then, so the idea is providing rings to our customers who can customize their own jewelry. So we, we I design you know, like Jill said, rings with tiny stones that sparkle in different colors, um, rings that can be engraved, rings that have different textures, other stones in them. And it's basically, you know, you can become your own jewelry designer now. We give you the tools. And that's actually an evolution. In the beginning, I started out with, here are the four stacks you can put on your watch. And over time, 
people said, well, I want one of these and two of those. And I just like to take pictures all day long. And of, of it now, we've developed it so you can pick your own. I mean, one of the things that I think is so cool about buying something off of Bitten is the, and I, I'm assuming you still do this, Jody, where you, you can, I could literally say to you, this is what my Apple Watch looks like. You know, I want to put a stack on it or I want to, I want to do this for my mom or my sister, whoever, what should I do? And Jody will literally consult with you and figure out the right combination. I think you have a really good eye, Jody, for like what looks good together. I know for me, you've done like two or three different um, sets of stacks. And it's amazing to watch the process of you like just figuring out what looks good with what. And, and it's, it's such a small little thing, but it really does make such a big difference when it's on your wrist and you're staring at it all day. So I love the fact that you can kind of customize it and, and you help personally with it, which is amazing. Yeah, I've sort of become a stylist as opposed to, uh, <laughs> I, I won't say business owner, but that is the part that I love is sort of getting in there with people and helping them figure out what will feel like them on their watch. I have a person who yesterday sent me a picture of all, all of her jewelry, her engagement ring, and you know we're starting that process. It's not all that scalable, but it certainly differentiates us. Yeah, that's really cool. So as you've been building the business, I know you've had some bumps along the way. Um, and it's most recently, I know you've had issues with copies, et cetera. What, tell us a little bit about that. And, um, and you know, if you were talking to, oh, hey, Leo. <laughs> and if you were talking to someone who's about to buy a copy, what would you say to them? Well, how do, oh, you mean, if I had the opportunity to talk to them. Yeah. Um, ugh, I don't know what I would say to them. Well, just tell us about what happened. Well, so what, how did it happen? Yeah. Copies happen. So this has been a fascinating twist. And if it weren't about Bitten, I, it was like, I learned so much about intellectual property. Um, but I'm gonna have a little aside here. When I was a strategy consultant, the group that I was in had just published a book called Best Face Forward that was the premise was customer experience is the next frontier of competitive advantage. And it was that anyone can copy your product. That's what's happening today. You have to be able to differentiate. And the way you can do it is through really um, understanding your customer, being there, meeting them where they are and so that's what I do. I mean, basically our customer service is off the charts. You know, no, you never get a person to talk to. You never get someone who responds to an email or a question fast. And I think it's hugely important. And then, you know, our products are definitely differentiated. None of the people on Alibaba who have copied them are going to help you style your stack. So, uh, that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm really trying to promote where the original, you know, our products are made of sterling silver and 14 karat gold and, you know, some, and they're more expensive though. So it sort of will appeal to a different kind of customer than someone who's buying a stainless steel thing from Alibaba. So this is, so do you have a patent on your, on your product? And, and if not, why not? And 
I'm only asking this because I have no idea. So just curious. That's a very good question. So when I started way back when, I had two design patents on my Fitbit products that sold wildly. They were great. And nobody ever copied those. (laughs) Uh, Then I had... When I started with the Apple Watch rings, I had a utility patent, which is a lot more powerful on a system for customizing bands with stacking rings or something. And um, it was it was provisional, which meant they did a search. It was novel and unique. So I was awarded a provisional patent. But when it came time to turn it into a real patent, it was very expensive. It wasn't going to really be useful if it was only in the US, it would have had to be China and other places too, but predominantly China. And so it was expensive. I would have to, you know, do it in multiple places. And then what occurred to me is then I'm going to be like, I'm not set up to litigate if somebody actually infringes on my patent. There are days where I'm like, oh my God, why didn't I do that? Because I would be able to protect a lot of what's out there. But then it would be, even with the little IP stuff I did and learned at the end of last year, it's not fun. It's like not what I like to do. Right. I want to innovate. So the way I'm pushing back is doing things that they can't do. Like I said, I'm a stylist. Um, my customer experience is off the charts. I listen to customers. That's how the product evolves now. Um, we have studs because a customer asked for it. We have colored stone rings, a customer and engraving, like from the beginning, it was sort of personalization. Everybody asked for that. And that is where I have to stay. You know, that's what I have. (laughs) Well, I'm so happy that you shared that with us because I, because me admittedly, I don't know about the patent process and, and how expensive it is. You just think, oh, you should just get that patent, but it's not that easy. So Thank you for sharing that. People need to know that, you know, who are have product or are thinking about it. There's other. So again, I've become like an IP attorney on TV at the moment, but um, <laughs> there are other kinds of patents. And I do, I did just um, apply for a design patent on a couple of my studs that are the things that are widely copied. So, and you can copyright, there's other things you can do. So I don't know if it's helpful, but I'm trying. And so what is your favorite product right now on the site? If you could pick one. Um, I, my What's favorite? your our most recommended oh, maybe? Right. <laughs> I just, What's the most popular? Um, oh my. I would say either the engraved rings or, you know, it's not like one product because it's usually a set. The engraved rings, the bee stud, uh, the heart stud and people really like sparkle. <laughs> so <laughs> all of the tiny, I mean, I have, we have, I don't know how many at this point we have birthstone rings for every month of these tiny stone rings that, you know, we have, um, amethyst, we have aquamarine, we have pink opals. We have, they're not all of them are real gemstones, but people really like that. And that, you know, this woman yesterday with her jewelry wants me to create a stack or work with her on something that would be pinks and greens and purples, which is not so easy, but we're going to do it. <laughs> so okay, I didn't answer your question. No, you did. That's okay. It, uh, yeah. it sounds like people buy multiple rather than one, which would make sense. 
it's stuck. They typically start, uh, some people just go all in and some people want to test, do I like this? So they'll start with one. We have a huge repeat customer rate, which is great. That's great. Well, Jody, thank you so much for being on our little podcast. Um, where can people find you or find Bitten? Uh, Bitten is at bitten.com. Um, and then our social media is Get Bitten. And we actually have an Etsy store. If you're an Etsy fan, that is, you know, etsy.com slash shop slash Bitten. But you can uh, Google us there. And I'd love to um, help other people style their stacks, style their watch band. Great. Well, thank you so much. And for everybody, in case you need the spelling, it's B-Y-T-T-E-N. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Pleated Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.